Hi, coming up shortly you will hear from Francois and Marc from The Daily Ride for October 1, 2013. And even though we've all been wondering, where the hell have they been? Apparently they're still putting the commute in commuter entertainment. How to do this? Oh, after a long hiatus. Yeah. Stupid car. Without a ride. Stupid fucking car. How could we ride daily without our ride? That's, that's a good. We question. could not. We could not. We could not. We had a rental. Yes. We had with, a rental. N- with none of our gear. With in none it. of our gear in it. <laughs> I left the gear. <laughs> Anywho. But the car seems to be running fine right now. What yeah. they What they do to it? Uh, brake repair, you know, the caliper seized, so. And there was something else with the front wheel. Actually, hold on, I have the... How did it manifest uh, itself? Like, how did you know? Like, ghosts. what did it do? <laughs> yes. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> no, but what did it, what, what did it do? Hmm. Well, the, um, the, the back brake started grinding. Uh, 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 noticeably. It's always a sure sign. Yeah. So... And, uh, you know, and the, the guy went to, when, when it started grinding, when we first noticed the grinding, uh, we, I what went. What sound did it make click? It was, it was like a, like a. Which is much louder when you rolled out in the window. You know, like, if you could hear it from outside, it was like. You're back. You're back. Die back. You're back. Going out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's how you knew. Yeah, and so um, so I also went to go look at the brake, and it was clearly just getting shredded. Mm. And I made the mistake of touching it. Oh, I bet it's hot. It was very hot, <laughs> very hot. I knew I was I was sensing it would be, so I did one of those touches, like, you yeah, know, this sure. is gonna be this like testing it to did see you, if it's did hot. You, did you lick your finger? Uh, no. Is that? A good idea. Well, it, yeah, actually, it is because it puts a little layer thin of layer of <laughs> insulation. No, I didn't. But but uh, Umpop had taught me one time when I was very young to immediately get it under cold water. No, oh. to uh, to if you think if you think something's still hot, don't grab it. You know, do a little tap. You know, with the sure. you know. So I tapped with an unimportant part of my hand, and it was scalding. You know, <laughs> scalding fucking hot. Did you scream. Uh, no, well, I probably did, like, a, whoa, hey, ouch, you know, like, that kind of thing. You know, manly. A manly, manly, manly Not a, gr- not a, right. Yeah, but, not like a, <laughs> More like a, a, a powerful yell than right. a, than a scream. Right. Yeah. So, anyway, so I touched it. Because there were other people around. And it was piping yes. hot. Yeah, JD was there. <laughs> Uh, so, no, yeah. absolutely. So, uh, so, I touched it and it was hot. So we went. We tried to go apple picking the next day. In an Not unrelated. Not tried to. We actually did. In, in an unrelated event. In an unrelated event, we went apple picking the next. So the day. base brakes went out. Naturally, we wanted to go apple picking. Yeah. 
Uh, well, we had plans to go apple picking, so we drove, and as we were driving, like, when we got home, it was just, like, a barely, like, a little... Oh, so you, you know, didn't do anything about it right then. Right. Uh, so, it was just a barely, you know, it was a little... You know. I, my, you know what What's my, up? you know what my litmus test is? What? If the radio won't cover up the noise, you probably have to deal with it. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, so the radio was covering it up on the way home, and uh, <laughs> and so and it was it literally I like I had to turn the radio down. I was like, oh, something like going on with the brakes, you know? And I turned the radio down and I was like, oh yeah, whenever we slow down, it's like, and so. Uh, and so I turned the radio back up, and sure. we made it and home. and it went away. Yeah, and that's and when I away. that's when I touched the back thing. And uh, and the next morning we uh, had plans to go apple picking with Derek and Emily, so we all hopped in the car and just throughout the ride, it's just getting worse and worse, and it's scraping at higher speeds. You know, like before it was like only as we slowed down to about ten miles per hour would it right. start, but all of a sudden it's like. You know, 40, 50 miles per hour. It's just scraping constantly. Sure. And so, uh, so we're uh, we get stuck uh, apple picking in a mud pit, and a jeep has to pull us out. Embarrassing enough. And as we <laughs> roll away, it's just. <laughs> so, uh, so on our way back, we uh, we stopped at the at the dealership to get it repaired. Fortunately, the repairs were mostly under warranty. All right. So it didn't cost too much. Uh, but the guy went out and did the same thing I did, except uh, his grandpa never t told him to just touch it briefly, I guess. Oh, really? So you he goes in to touch the brake, like, full hand. A mechanic? No, no, no. Uh, oh. the, the service, you know, guy at the desk. Oh, okay. uh, Really nice guy uh, who was helping us out the entire way, you know, making sure the uh, rental was going to be covered under warranty and stuff like that. He was just—he was extremely helpful. Where was this? Uh, Nissan, Freedom Nissan. Okay. And uh, so he was—he was a very nice guy. Uh, was calling me, you know, keeping me posted on what was going on. Um, and so, uh, so, and anyway, the end. Of, aside from the four hundred dollar, you know. Now, expense, brake jobs two fifty. How did something under warranty end up costing four hundred dollars? The okay, so the brake job is two fifty, and the, it wouldn't cover the parts of the brakes. It was not going to cover the parts for the brakes because brakes are one of those hundred ten bucks things that are not covered. So that's hundred and ten bucks. Did I guess right? Uh, well, I don't know. I have the list right here. Hold on. Okay, so uh, work performed by Art Olson. Uh, a copy of the report was given to the customer. Check one to one. Okay, so rear brakes, right rear brake is making grinding noise. Check and advise. Okay, so they installed the brake pad and the rotor. Yeah, brake pad and, and rotor. And they needed two rotors and one brake pad, so it was uh, hundred ten bucks, hundred and twenty bucks. Yeah, and the work was not covered under the warranty as well. The work on the brakes and the brake parts were not covered <laughs> under the warranty. So it ended well, up. What being the hell was under warranty? Just the rental. The other part, the caliper, <coughs> the caliper uh, which adds another $400, by the way. I know because I've had them replaced before. You know, so having your calipers and brakes replaced is like 800 bucks, like $1,000. Had you gr ground down the caliper? Yeah. Eesh. Yeah. So, uh, and the control arm ball joint had actually... Oh, the connected joint. 
the control arm ball joint had actually broken. Now, did they have to replace the Johnson rod? <laughs> oh, ho, ho, ho. So, uh, so they, the, but that was covered under the warranty. They could have told you that the A-valve was shot. I don't understand why they would have made it up, because. Oh, yeah, no, it's covered under warranty. No, they wouldn't have. Yeah. They wouldn't have. So, uh, so <laughs> the control arm ball joint was loose, which is actually making, if you had looked, if you had been able to see, the guy, the, when the mechanic lifted it up, the tire was actually, like, wiggling back and forth. I hate when that happens. As he went to go, like, he went you know, to go I've check out the tire. You know, I've lost a tire while driving. Yeah, Ian has too. <laughs> really? Yeah. What was he driving? Like the Jeep or something? <laughs> really? Yeah, you don't remember him telling that story? He's, he's, I know he's he had a lot along, of tr- and all of a sudden he sees the tire go by. I know he had a lot of trouble with the Jeep. <laughs> Ahead of him. <laughs> that's that's exactly what happened with me. Yeah. So, uh, and he's like, ooh, oh. somebody lost the tire. That guy's going to be. And then he went to swerve a little, and the side of the tire <laughs> gave out. So, um,. So so yeah, they replaced the uh, which was that that was giving us a big uh, wobble, right? Speed wobble, uh, and I didn't know why, but it was because the wheel was. Well, it drives like a dream today. Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, four hundred dollars later, <laughs> drives like a dream. Brand new car. <laughs> I know, I know. You would think, huh? Well, and there's the you know there's a warranty, so. It would have been like twelve hundred bucks. Oh no no! I you know? sheesh. Uh, so I guess I should feel like he, he, they just put the tip. In. You know you can buy. A it was car. just the tip. You can buy they a raped car me, for... but they only put the tip in. It was very right, nice. Right right. It's not sure. as bad as they could have gone full bore, sure. but they just put the tip in instead. It was very nice. <laughs> a gentle rape, as yeah. it were. It's gentle rape. No, that makes all the difference. I think those yeah. are legal, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yes. Gentle rapes. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a violent crime. <laughs> yes, it's not about sex. No. No, it's a violent crime where you come at the end, quote Adam Carolla. Uh, well, it is a violent crime, yeah. but it, it it's not about sex. No. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> anyway, what's going on with you? Uh, you had any large car repairs? Uh, no. No. You don't have, know what you're missing. Uh, well, I had to think drive I, a rental car for a couple I of days. I think I had a small car repair. Oh, I had to get my inspection done. Uh, uh, don't get me started about inspections. Yeah. Well, it's too late. Yeah. Now you are uh, started. It's too late. Enjoy, too late. folks. So once a year. Yeah. Once a year, my state government. Yeah. Delivers me into the hands of the enemy. <laughs> uh, and why? You know, like, I mean, there's lots of places that have no state yearly state inspections. Right. They have laws that require that your vehicle be in good shape. Right. And you know, if they if a cop sees you driving in a beater that's clearly a death trap, he might pull you over, and then he can insist on an inspection. Right. Uh, it's not something you have to pay for. You go to a state inspection center. Right. And they inspect your vehicle, and you might have to make some repairs when you get through there. Right. Um, but you're not yearly delivered into the hands of somebody who's got the opportunity to look at your car right and decide whether you get to drive it again right oh that's a good idea <laughs> that's a good idea because you know nowhere on the planet my is car there, is great it's in perfect shape nowhere I'm on the take planet it into the guy he's gonna pass it with flying colors 
Uh, oh. You know, the tread on your tires, I don't think we're going to be able yeah. to clear that. You know, it's good, all except yeah. for the tires. The boys yeah, upstairs are... What do four tires cost? Well, you know, you can get some retreads for, you know, $25 a piece, $35 a piece mounted, but, you know, you wouldn't want to put those on if the la little lady drives the car. <laughs> uh, I wonder if anybody still says that. <laughs> I've actually heard that. That's why I say that, because I've actually heard a mechanic say that. Really? Yeah. When? I, back in Montreal, when I would, took a car in. You know, he was. You know, I had I had actually seen a mechanic lift my car up on the rack and take a screwdriver and poke out my back little cylinder with his screwdriver. It's perfectly fine. He yeah. just took his screwdriver and just jammed it through there. Said, yeah, these are gone. Yeah, they're gone. <laughs> you fucking goned them. You. Know? <laughs> uh, Oh, it's just the worst. So, you know, once a year, my state government delivers me in the hands of, let's just say, not always, Honest. the most the <laughs> most reputable. Right. Businessman. Businessman. You know, I mean. Well, you know what I will say about Vermont, though? We have an ex – I'd say we have a higher ratio of honest mechanics. We might. But here. even – but let me tell you – yeah, go ahead. Well, I have a theory as to why. Okay. There's like this weird like integrity thing here, you know, but like with with <coughs> mechanics, especially like. No, it's disgusting, isn't it? Well, no, no, no. It's like with especially mechanics that are like uh, independent, you know, like not like your Freedom Nissan mechanic and your you know Shaw sure. Dodge and your. Well, I don't think Ford those guys don't. Heritage. Those guys don't have to. Those guys aren't actual crooks. No. They just, you know, they're the kind of. They're the kind of mechanic, in my opinion, who... Uh-oh, clusterfuck. Oh, no, really? Somebody hit somebody? Mm -hmm. Nope, lost somebody on the... Lost some clothes on the road. What's going on? What's going on? Uh, we're fucked. He's, he's, uh. Something exploded. Yeah, we're screwed. All right. I can beat this truck anyway, so... I can break these cuffs. <laughs> uh, you so, can't break those cuffs. So, but there's like this. In, there's this thing where they're like, "I'm gonna be the honest mechanic," you know, like, and I'll be the one that you know everyone says yeah, that guy's an honest mechanic, but, you know, like especially with like the local little let, local guy. Let know? me tell. Yes, I, I I agree with you, and I think I think even in a big city, there's a lot of places like that. People are like that, you know. Yeah. They're not. Well, you know they got a bad rep, and uh, and so I think there's there's some yeah they're it looks like they're done here okay there's some effort made to there's some effort made to be honest right and and there's some just genuinely honest people right. you know and it may even be eighty percent but let me tell you the problem yeah. It, it manifests itself in several different ways, which makes this a really kind of a crooked profession. Okay. But in its design, not necessarily because of the people involved in it. Right. And here's how it goes. So you go in, and first of all, if you're going to a dealership, yeah. they're charging you way more. So they don't need to be typically 20% more. Really? I don't find that. I, I've, that has not been my experience, and I've, I've taken cars to lots of different places. My experience, like many different places. My like experience is like, they end up being more. 
well, they end up being more on the front yeah. of it because they're using dealer-made parts. Okay. Their mechanics are paid a little bit more. Okay. Uh, they and they they don't. They're not the kind of mechanic that'll like weld a piece back together. No, that's they will. True. They will. You're replacing that piece. You know, it's. I know it's a four hundred dollar piece, and it's just split, and I could weld it together. But we don't do that here. That's that's not right. Well, because <clears throat> that's not code. Right, because they work for the dealership, and they're somewhat liable. You know, like if they just weld that split piece back together, that's not really like that's not a sanctioned repair. Well, and they're trained to to do it in a certain way, and they don't do it in any other way, even though many other ways are possible. True. So you lose that. Okay. So over the grand scheme, like if you took your car over the life of your car to the dealer or over the life of your car to independent mechanics, mechanics. I think you would end up – and I could be wrong. You know, somebody could come out and prove me wrong, but I'm pretty sure you'd end up about 20% cheaper. Okay. Well – Over the life of a vehicle. uh, Over the full life of a vehicle. Over the full life, 20% cheaper. Well, I'm going to – well, here's where I think you're wrong. Oh, shoot. Okay. First of all, Bob's mechanic not going to replace anything under warranty ever. Right. So if you want that warranty repair, you got to go back to the dealer. Fine. Okay. I'm with and, you. But you can still do that, by the way, and go get all the rest of your repairs, all your paid repairs at a mechanic. I understand. That's why I think you need to have a happy balance between the two, you know? Because, like, for instance, uh, but you're not going to go cover a warranty piece at a at a third party. I mean, you could, I suppose, but you're not going to go cover the warranty piece. We're we're not including warranty pieces because you don't you don't well you do pay for the labor, right? But well, you pay for some of the labor. Some of the labor. Uh, But I'm not going to include recalls either. I mean, a recall you would go to the dealer. You wouldn't go to a third party mechanic. They won't do it. You know they, you know, a recall didn't cost you anything. Right. Okay. Yeah. If no. you go to the dealer. Right, I understand. I'm just saying for your paid repairs. For your paid repairs. Anything that's not under warranty, well, say. Well, it's, it's tough because, like, I've had, like, uh, well, first of all, I pay a little bit. I pay a little bit more. you got to consider what it's worth to you uh, to have it done, like, by the next day. Because in most of my experiences, not this one in particular, but in most of my experiences, the Bob's mechanic has had to keep my car for, like, three to five days, you know, when he, while he gets around to it, whereas... There can be some of that. I'm picking up my car from the dealership, like, the next day. I've, I've had to wait for appointments for, at the dealership. Really? About on the same order as I have at, okay. at Form Mechanics. I've also <coughs> asked, you know, Third like, I've mechanic. also called around first, you know, like, when I had to get my calipers replaced on, sure. the, on the Toyota, I called around <laughs> and I was like, hey... Let's say my calipers, you know, were out, and you had to replace the whole brake, you know, the brakes, the back brake system. What's that going to cost me? And you know, like Bob's mechanic was like, eh, you know, parts and labors, because I can't get the blah blah blah. I'll have to order the blah blah blah. That's going to be about you know eleven hundred bucks. And I called the dealer, and there I was like, well, let's say I had to get the caliper replaced and the brakes redone. Uh, that's going to be, well, we have all the parts in stock in the warehouse, uh, so it's going to be about $800, parts and labor. I was like, done, dealership, be right there. You know, like, I I called first, and I No, 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 I have a good, smart move. But I just think, I mean, in my experience over the life of my cars, 
the dealer's always been a percent more. Oh, I also had one. Another one that made me a big kind of proponent of uh, dealer repairs yeah. is Bob's mechanic, if I brought my own parts, was going to charge me double the labor. Right, because he makes money on I the I understand. Parts. But if I go to the dealership and bring my own parts, they just do it. Uh, sometimes they will and sometimes they won't. Uh, I, 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 <clears throat> I'm telling my... you, I've had, him, I've had him say no. Really? Yeah. I, well, I called and asked first and was like, would you do it? <laughs> they, were, <laughs> they were like, yep. <laughs> I was like, I'll be right there. Uh, so. Well, I mean, I guess your your experience with dealers has been better than mine. But even with the dealer, okay, yeah. you run into this. Yes. You, your car's making a noise. Yeah. And the front end is shaking a little bit, and you're not sure why. It's making a tick, 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 yeah. tick, tick noise. And whenever you brake. Right. For example. In fact, I have this going on in my car right now. <laughs> I push on the brakes. It goes... I was wondering where this was coming from. But it could be anything. It could. Sure. I've had it many ma manifest itself in many ways. A whirring when I rev the engine. I'll tell you how that came out, too. Sure. A whirring. So every time I rev the engine, it seems to make a whirring. Like that. Yeah. So, uh, so this is an old one. This was from the uh, Dodge. Okay. Uh, the... the, the uh, the Intrepid. The Intrepid. Yeah, my favorite car. <laughs> uh, so so uh, you're revving, and it makes a... And it doesn't always do it, but usually does it. Okay. So it's an intermittent problem. So I take it to the dealer, and for $80, the dealer can't find it. Can't make it happen. Right. So that's $80. Nothing. I got nothing. I got the same car I drove in with. $80 later. <laughs> now, they didn't find it. For $80, they didn't find it. Right. Okay? Now, when I drove off the lot, it went... <laughs> right? Right. So, if in my business, if I sell someone a coffee maker for $80 and it doesn't work, doesn't do anything, right? I have to give them their money back. Right. I'm paying you $80, presumably, because you know what you're doing. Right. You're a skilled mechanic. And you have experience with these cars. I will say there's a weird thing that mechanics don't do a lot of. And some of them do it, and that those are the good ones. But they don't take your car for a ride. You know what I mean? I'll tell you a story about that one, too. <laughs> well, no, I know sometimes it's a bad thing. But, but in most cases, like, if you're having a problem that you're experiencing on the road and you can't make, you can't recreate it when the car's standing still. Oh, no, I know, I know. You know, know like, know. that's that's the fucked up part. Like, there's a problem, your car's having it, and it's only going to happen on the road, and they're not going to take it for a fucking ride. Spin. Yeah. I know, I know. Whereas, and, if they take and, it for a spin, they might be like, oh, And that, what they that, say, what they say is, uh, yeah, I know what that is. It's gonna yeah. be, that's a loose flywheel, yeah. that's, that turned, is. Turned out to be the belt, by the way. Turned out to be just there was a little. The belt was starting to shred. Okay. And so when you would rev, the belt would whip around and cut through the air. Whee! Oh, cool. Okay. They never got it. They never <gasps> found it. Right. Until the belt broke. Right. And now the car doesn't drive. And now I've got to get the fucking thing towed. Right. Okay. If they had just hopped inside, they might have figured that out. You know, people sued dealerships the way doctors, uh, they sued doctors. I know, I know. <laughs> but a different then, world we'd live except in. Except that, you know what it would be? You what? know what the world would be? It would be even more it'd expensive. Be, it'd be a $1,000 brake repair. It'd be like, you know, we can look at your car, but it's $500 to start. 
And if we, whether or not we find anything, it's right. five hundred dollars. Right. That's to cover the insurance. That's, that's the MRI for the car. <laughs> that's to cover the insurance. <laughs> uh, but so so you so oh, that'd it, be cool. You were a dealer, it, like if you were a repair guy and you had a big X-ray machine for the car, you could just, you know, and they'd look at it and be like, oh, no, oh yeah, there it okay, is. Okay, the belt's gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Why don't they do that? Uh, because I mean, it, I'm sure it's extremely expensive to do an X-ray that big, but still hugely expensive. And it's you can localize it. Uh, it doesn't work like that. All right. It's not that simple. If you say so. It's not that simple. That's gonna be my thing. Uh huh. Well, well, you become... go invent that machine, and right. then... Uh, it can't be that difficult. Yes, it can. They've had x-ray technology for, like, <clears throat> ever now. You'd think somebody yes, would have found, a, I, figured out a good way to do it. Well, they can x-ray things. I mean, I think they x-ray containers coming into port now. They do. Uh, but they I think also that... X- they can also x-ray your car as you're driving through the border. Yeah, but I think those things are bloody expensive. Yeah. But when oh, governments yeah. are doing it, it, it's not their money, so they don't give a shit how much it costs. Right. But a mechanic's got to pay his bills by the end of the month. Right. Government's not so much. Oh, by the way, I hope the government shut down today. What's that? I think the government shut down today. Shut down? Oh, good. Wait, good. What? why is the government shut down? Uh, because they couldn't pass a budget. <laughs> so they have no money to operate. I mean, they do have money to, to operate, but... Because <laughs> like, no, people didn't stop paying their taxes. Like police force and military. <laughs> they didn't shut down the tax collection uh, wing of the government. Right. <laughs> Here's the wings we're going to keep going. <laughs> police force, government, <clears throat> military. Uh, no military. I, was, uh, I saw a post from uh, our buddy Jay Carbone. Oh, really? And uh, Military was, can't do anything? He was saying uh, Congress sucks. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but I don't share his sentiment. I mean, I like John, and I don't want him to be out of work. Right. I don't want him to lose a day's pay. Right, yeah. Oh, this is that same person again. I'm is just it? rolling in. Yeah. All right, well, let's uh, let's end it here. Let's get to work. All right. Well, somebody's a grumpy, Gus. Somebody just walked right in front of the red, right, walked right across the red while my light was green. <laughs> That'll grump me out. Yep. Remind me what I was on about this morning. I got, before I got interrupted. Uh, the government? Oh, those bastards. And how they're locked down? Oh, well, that's a good thing. Yeah. They could stay locked down for a fucking month. For a fortnight? I don't know. How long is a fortnight? I think it's Two about weeks? a month. I think it's 28 days. Really? Yeah, or like a... Yeah, I think it's 28 days. Yeah, they could stay locked down for a fortnight. Don't care. Yeah. Let's, uh... You know... Yeah. Like, life's going to stop. No, nothing's going to stop. Everything's going to keep going like normal, except... And if it does, you know what it tells me? What? Government's doing too much shit. That's right. Shouldn't be. Yeah. What now? What now? <laughs> but that's why they're so in a panic about it, because they don't want to realize that we can do without them. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, oh, get the government open fast! How, how irresponsible for you to let people know we can do without them. You wouldn't, you wouldn't want the little lady uh, out and about <laughs> driving the, the driving the country without a government. Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh, I was talking about cars and mechanics. Yeah, you were. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, we kind of wrapped that though. You're talking about the unless you forgot to 
Yeah, there was some there was some exclamation point I wanted to put on it, but did you forget to yell about something. Yeah, I did, I did, I forgot to yell about something. You want to do that? No, 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 I know. Uh, so uh, aside from the government being shut down, what's with the new healthcare thing? Well, what about it? I I I just I was looking and today apparently no more catamounts. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know what Vermont has decided to do. We've Every state can kind of do it slightly differently. All of a sudden, we've got no fucking Catamount health insurance starting today. Uh, Everyone who had Catamount health insurance is shit out of luck. Really? Yeah. How do you know that? Because they've, you know, uh, Mana and Georgia went to that health seminar, you know, that they're putting on for employers so that they could, you know, try and explain it to the goddamn employees who just like it's not like it was simple to begin with and it's not like they're making it easier uh the whole thing is mad i'm gonna i'm gonna be allowed to not have insurance but i'm gonna have to pay a fine a, a percentage of my income a fine yeah a fine it's not a percentage of your income it's a fine yeah essentially a penalty yeah for not uh Buying healthcare. Uh, yeah. 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 And uh, this year, I think it's going to be like two hundred bucks or something for the year. Uh, you can be sure it'll I be more than that. I don't know. It's one supposed to be one percent of my income. Uh, well, I so I don't know what. I, that I don't is, know what. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's like one percent of your income, or you can just buy the health insurance. But like. The fucked up thing was, is like it's not like it was good to begin with because well, it seems to me you do the our, fine, just pay the fine. Well, yeah, but I, I mean, like if I'm gonna pay double the fine, I'd just as soon have. But health you insurance. have health care anyway, because you're well, covered I, by my plan. Yeah, until this December, when I turn 26, oh, and I can't be on your plan anymore. Is that right? Yeah. Is that what happens? Well, I, I, yeah. I assume. I don't know. Can I be on your plan forever? <laughs> well, I know they raised the limit. I just wasn't sure what they raised I think it it's, to. I think it's till twenty, till you're twenty-six. Okay. Do we need to stop and pick up some pasta? It used to be until you were twenty-one. What's that? Do we need to pick up pasta? No, we're good. You sure? Let's, yeah. Let's just get the fuck home. I'm ready to be home. No, I'm with you. I'm with you yeah. on that. Let's not stop anywhere except for at this light. Yeah. <laughs> you think we should stop, yeah, we for, should the stop light. for the light? Unlike the asshole before who just went through it. Yeah. So, uh, but it's not, it wasn't like, you know, it's, it's, uh, the Catamount Health Insurance, to, to give you an idea where I was before, you know, Catamount Health, I tried to get the Catamount Health Insurance, you know, because I make a little bit of money, I can afford to pay for the Catamount Health Insurance, $60 a month, that's what it is, okay, but the thing is, is they always ask, like, does your employer provide health insurance, and the answer is, Yes, we do. Yeah. Okay. okay I'm and, following. And because our the employer provided health insurance, it's they, not. We don't provide health insurance. We offer a plan that we co-pay. I understand, but, but that's that, different but that, from providing. I, I I understand, but they they ask like, does your does your employer offer a health insurance plan? Okay. And so, because you guys offered a health insurance plan, they wouldn't let me get on the co you know, like because a lot of places, like if you work at Olive Garden, you get on their health insurance plan, you know, like whatever their yeah, they put you on, you don't have a choice. Thing. Well, no, 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 you do have a choice. Oh, really? But you get on it, and it's like they they basically pay for it, they pay most of it for you. 
you know? So it's like... Well, we pay half. I understand. Yeah. But, like, when Olive Garden pays for your health insurance, you end up paying, like, 20 bucks a month out of pocket or right. something. When you pay half for things, Except that it, it, it they deduct it from your compensation. Yes. But it's... it's like, they would pay you more... But it's only more... $20 a month. You know what our health insurance is, no, but... even if you split it with us? No, I know, but but except that you know, if I didn't, if if uh, I didn't pay that half, I could give you that half in wages. Uh, you understand I, that there's, it's not a, you know, that that Darden is not giving you health care insurance. They're essentially deducting it from what they otherwise would pay you. Whatever. I, I mean, like, yeah. Well, what no, do you mean? No, it's no, not whatever. I know it's not whatever, but it's you know, like, I'd rather have. I'd like to have the health insurance okay. at a price that, like, does not come out of my paycheck, you know, like, does not take a, you know, what is it? What do I get paid? But there's no such thing. It would take thing. a 30, it would take a 20% chunk out of my paycheck. But I'm telling you, there's no such I thing. I understand. Well, except when I worked at Olive Garden, there the was. Only, the only thing, no, but it's not. That's it. They would pay yes, you they that. Yes, they could pay me an hourly rate, but like right. I was a server. It didn't My hourly rate didn't matter. You see? Because I was working on tips. So I got my $3 paycheck, or whatever. Right. And, and, well, I, and th it I think there you have it, And it right? wasn't expensive. I think there you have it. Wasn't it. You had a three dollar paycheck. What's that? You had a three dollar paycheck. Yeah, but I wasn't. I looked at what I was making. It would have been sixty bucks or something like that if I hadn't been getting health insurance. I know what they were taking out of my paycheck. No, you don't. Okay. What you don't know is what I, they weren't paying you in the first place. Right. Because they offer a health care plan to everybody in their company. So that means they lowered their standards. They lowered their standards of what they would could pay. Right. By exactly what they contribute to employee okay. benefits. But I'm going to have to pay for the health insurance anyway. If I want health insurance, well, now which you I are, do. Now you are. Well, now no. you are. But before you didn't, before you could actually have the money. At Darden, they didn't give you a choice is what you're saying. Yes. So they forced you to buy their health care plan, essentially. They made it so, uh, you know, so negligible the difference that you might as well. I guess so. Don't fool yourself. Okay. Nobody no, no, no. gets free health care. I understand. And I'm not saying And it, it was comes right. out of your pay. And I'm just saying like the pay Darden didn't pick up the tab for your health care. They just deducted it what they would otherwise provide in employee benefits. Right. Okay. But you don't have to pay that. You don't like you don't have to do the health insurance thing. At Homeport. Correct. 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 Yeah, see, I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe but I'm, some of us wanted health insurance before there was the uh, catamount plan. Right, I understand. But all of a sudden, there was the catamount plan. It was much less expensive, and they wouldn't let me get it because you guys would subsidize the health insurance. Right, which is right. stupid. Right. Right? It's not, it, it's the government's fault that it's stupid. Yes. It's yeah. their inanity. But then all of a sudden, you know, like, why didn't we just, like, drop the health insurance Because plan we would have all had to go off it for two years before we would qualify for Catamount. That's not true. If you lose your health, if you lose your current health insurance you plan, have to you have to be off for a year. That's not true. Yes, it is. No, it's not. When I, I switched health insurance many times. When I checked, you had to be off for a year. 
I don't know where that information came from because it I came was from to... Catamount. No, I, I remember checking Catamount, and they they said if you just lost your health insurance, like in the last thirty days, or you haven't had it for a year, or there's all these like there were all these yeah, different no, no, like know, stipulations, know. you know. I know. Or it's a Tuesday and the moon is full. <laughs> You've just slaughtered a pig. And <laughs> oh, and it's possible that none of us would have qualified for it, or that some of us wouldn't have qualified for, for it because of our incomes. Uh, yeah, although I looked at their income thresholds. They were pretty... I, I mean, I don't know what they yeah, are. Yeah, so no, I, they were yeah. pretty lenient. Like? Like, you know, $55,000 a year, I think, was the cap. You know? So no. the owners wouldn't have been able to have health insurance. Right, so now exactly. you will know why we had health insurance. Yes, but <laughs> still, <laughs> I'm telling the you, the needs of the many <laughs> outweigh the needs of the few. Not if the few invent a cure for polio. Sure. All right. In which case. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I know. I mean, but the whole thing's fucking stupid. Well, it's, what's the problem with the thing is, is that, one, we need some, uh, some tort reform. Sure. Tort, tort law reform. So okay. that, uh, these frivolous lawsuits come to an end. Because that's driving up the cost of healthcare hugely. Okay. Second, we need to get... <laughs> government regulators out of the way because in every industry where we have some freedom some right. freedom of the marketplace yeah uh technology has brought the cost of service down right you know cell phones computers uh you know everywhere the technology's involved uh prices have come down production has gone up right uh, and services improved Yes. But the healthcare industry is regulated like madness. Is there anyone out there, like, fighting to get it deregulated? Very, very few people. Do they just not care? No, they don't believe that it's so. They don't understand how the marketplace works. Okay. They think, like, a good example is, is that, uh, uh the... Uh, I'm trying trying to think. A good example is the last financial crisis. Okay. The, f the last financial crisis was a result almost directly of government regulations. Okay. But they they choose not to see it that way. Well, you know, it's one of these things. It's like this. Let me just uh, see if I can come up with a good analogy for you. Uh, I have. Uh, uh, an industry, an industry that uh, that we think we understand, the finance industry, and so we uh, make a group of regulations that, or in in the case of the financial crisis, we have a, a desired social goal. Our social goal is. Everyone should own a house. It's good if everybody owns a house. Now, that's an erroneous assumption. It's not good if everyone owns a house. It sounds good. Sure. It's one of those things where everyone really ought to be involved in home ownership. Right. It sounds like a good thing. 
because it's got a sort of egalitarian goal. Everyone ought to have a house. Sure. Wrong. Wrong. It's just wrong. It's, yeah. it's, it's wrong on a lot of levels. Not everyone ought to have a house. Some people are better off renting. Some people are better off without owning a house. Right. Um, but that sounds mean to say. Right. It's not mean to say. I understand. It's, it's true. Yeah. Uh, people live all over the world happily in apartments all of their lives, live well. Right. Uh, achieve their goals, but here we we think that home ownership is better than renting, and you know, for some people it is. You know, yeah. I mean, I like owning my house better than I like renting. Yeah. Uh, but there's other things involved with home ownership that that you know it's a bigger burden in many ways than renting. Okay. Um. So. So, but when I come up and I say that homeowner is a government, I say homeownership is better than renting. So I've made a qualitative judgment about how people live their lives. Right. Based on nothing but my own opinion. There's no study that says people are happier if they live in homes than if they live in apartments. Apartments, right. There's no study that says people are better off or feel better off if they live right. in if they own their own homes than if than if they have rent apartments right um and so so but i just i think i since i like to own homes and i think owning a home is good right. or i think having a college education is good right i impose that view upon everyone i say everyone ought to have a college education it's not true. Some people should have college educations, and some people shouldn't waste the money. Right. You know? And some people the jury's out on. Yeah. You may want to turn your headlights on, by the way. Wait, uh, where are they? Uh, turn, the, turn the doodad. There you go. All right. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, so, but it's, you're making a life quality judgment for other people that you're not in a position to make. Right. But if I make a judgment like that and I'm in power, <laughs> I get to enforce it. I get to enforce it. Right. So I get to manipulate the system so that what I think is good can come true. Right. And that's what they did with ha- house housing. They put pressure on the banks to loan to people who couldn't afford the loans. Right. They put a lot of pressure. In fact, a lot of the banks, they told them they couldn't open new banks, you know, or they couldn't do what they wanted to do is just sort of free, you know, entrepreneurs or business people. Yeah. They put conditions on it because it's regulated and they have the right, you know, because that regulation, you know, they can't open, you can't open a bank without the permission of the government. Right. So because they have that regulatory control. They were able to further regulate and tell you what you needed to do if you wanted to be allowed to do what you wanted to do. Right. So now Including I've got – Including hand out a bunch of loans. I've, I just – I can say that you have to hand out a certain percentage of subprime, in this case, subprime loans. 
And if a certain amount of your portfolio is not subprime, then you can't open that new bank you want to open. Right. So they went out and they merrily looked for people to loan these subprime loans for. Now, they know, banks knew these loans were no good. They wouldn't have loaned them. They wouldn't have done it. Right. They were smart enough to know that these people couldn't pay back these loans. Right. So they did something, in my opinion, that was crooked. Rather than bring it to the public and, and get some some uh, opinion and on their like, side. Uh, the government's making us hand out these subprime loans. And which would have been a very, cool. But it would have been a very <laughs> difficult argument to make. I'm the rich banker, even right. though not all bankers are rich, but I'm the big rich banker. Everybody assumes they are, right? Sure. I'm the big rich banker, and uh, the government's making me do something. I'm sorry. Big rich Jew banker. Mm. No? Eh, yeah, no, not really. Not really. I think the proportion is fairly low. Yeah. Yeah, we used the, to be much higher. The tribe, didn't it? the tribe tem tends to stick towards uh, lawyer, uh, doctor, doctor yeah. accountant, uh, professions uh, where we can charge an hourly rate. We don't have to hold too many people's assets. You know, we don't. Oh, fair enough. You know, That's smarter, actually. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, uh, so. Uh, and and you know the the uh, Democrats in particular have done such a good job of demonizing certain professions in the eyes of the public, right? That whenever they need to uh, to do something politically, they can use that hatred that they fomented as a rallying cry, right? Right. So you can you can you know if we want to regulate the banks because we want them to do something we want them to do, uh, we can do it because n the banks won't you know none of these businesses which by the way serve their communities right uh, but they won't have any of the sympathy of the constituents of the community because we've they've been demonized right uh, and it's not to say that they're all good guys some of them are shitheads. You know, there's shithead bankers, but there's also shithead politicians, shithead teachers. Uh, a good example of a shithead teacher is my science teacher from high school who has been convicted with molesting, you know, however many kids. Yeah. You know, so there's shitheads in every noble profession. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but it doesn't, you know, it, it uh, not every noble profession generates enough money for the, for the government to want to go after them. Right. So, uh, so they spend a lot of time demonizing bankers and and not lawyers so much. Funny enough, because they're all lawyers, but uh, <laughs> but bankers, yeah, lawyers, uh, bankers, lawyers stay out of that spotlight. <laughs> bankers, industrialists, uh, you know. Right. So anyone they, who makes money, really. Well, anyone who generates generates <laughs> generates the production of the economy. Right. Anyway. Uh, so that there's not really much sympathy for them when the government says, we're going to regulate those motherfuckers. And you go, yeah, those bastards, they're awful. They're evil. Let's regulate the hell out of them. I don't care what we have to do. Regulate, regulate, regulate. Right. right? A more regulation must be good because those guys are evil. So they get their regulation. They force these banks to start doing these loans. The banks do these loans. They turn bad. They turn sour. And now they've got all these crappy loans on their hands. And then they do a shitty thing, which is hide them in these derivatives or in uh, 
secure certain securities. Uh, a security is like a product that a bank sells, okay? Right. Uh, so the, you know they they bundle them up so that they can't be easily examined, and <laughs> and sell them mostly to foreign governments, which is what they did. Uh, and uh, and turns out they're all worthless. The the market loses faith in the securities uh, market because sure. they've been dealt. Because <laughs> all of a sudden there's no faith they've to been, be had there. Because they've been dealt some shit. Right. Uh, and uh, but it was all stemmed from the pressure that was placed on the government to do something that the market was not naturally doing it. And believe me, bankers want to make loans to people who can pay them back. Right. That's how they make money. That's how they make money. Right. They do not want to make loans to people who are not going to pay them back. The market takes very good care of that phenomena. You don't need regulators to do it, and when regulators get involved, as they got involved, it led to crisis. I don't know what led me to this. <laughs> uh, we were talking about healthcare and how they're going to make us pay for it. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So, uh, it, this is not going to work out in... This is going to backfire? This is going to backfire. How soon do you think they're going to undo this? Uh, I don't know that they ever will. This could be a tangled mess that we live with for a long, 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 long time. That's just a big clusterfuck. It ends up costing us a whole bunch of money. How close are and, we to moving to Canada? Uh, as soon as they get Netflix up there, Canada, I'd say. Canada's only marginally better. <laughs> okay. And it's largely due to the fact that they have tort reform and uh, only a 15% corporate income tax, which is 20% lower than the U.S. corporate income tax. Nice. Uh, until that, then, that uh, until said, we move to Canada, until yeah. we ride to Canada. Right on. Right on. Thank <laughs> you.